Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Cañas. And today I have with me Emilio Figueroa. For once, I do know how to, how to, how to pronounce the last name, so I didn't have to ask him how to pronounce it since we're both Latinos. Uh, for the benefit of the audience, we'll do this in English for the most part. Uh, but Emilio, thank you for joining me today. How's it going? Hi, Tony. Great to meet you. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated. Awesome. So, so Emilio is the chief insurance officer at Foresight, uh, which is in the work comp side. Uh, so, Emilio, we always give the, give the chance at the beginning to kind of give the elevator pitch. So, what is Foresight? Okay. So, Foresight is a true insure tech. Um, we are focused on the middle market commercial insurance space. So, not only comp, but everything else that goes with the commercial insurance space. We do have comp as our primary line. And we'll tack on additional lines to that primary line. Uh, Foresight is a risk, the foundation for Foresight was a risk management platform from our sister company, SafeSight. And we grabbed that technology, created an insurance program around the technology. Uh, so, and then for us, you know, growing that, growing that distribution on a national basis or pushing a distribution on a national basis. Right now we're in eight states, growing that, but true middle market. And middle market being, you know, different, different, Every carrier sizes, defines, defines every, it differently. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So for us, we're looking at you know one seventy five to three hundred and fifty thousand in premium is middle market for us. We'll write accounts in that. That's our sweet spot. But we can write you know we've written two point six million dollar accounts, uh, two point eight. So we'll write bigger stuff too. Okay. So so since since it came from SafeSide, tell me a little bit about 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 SafeSide. Okay. So SafeSide is a risk management platform. The traditional risk management platforms are very Legacy-based, paper-driven, you know, paper tablet with a pen type of mark, you know, mark off your checkbox. Um, the owners digitized this after one of their friends had a workplace accident. Uh, you know, he got electrocuted. Yeah. Fatality from that. They thought that this was too antiquated. They wanted to change the dynamic and the way risk management is looked at and used throughout every industry, uh, specifically the blue, the blue-collar industries that are you know more, more hazardous. So they created the technology started growing growing their tech stack, um, ended up having a ton of clients in the U.S., so they decided to move to the U.S., um, grew that aggressively. Um, you know, they have, I think, six or, or seven of the top 10 builders in the U.S., you know, your, your Macmillan's, your, your giant companies, um, your national uh, general contractors. And then from that, you know, moved on to different industry verticals, to light industrial, to agriculture, transportation, manufacturing you name it we do it so so you mentioned it, 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 the the original company the sister company didn't start in the states i know you yourself are, are originally from mexico and you spent some time in the in the caribbean uh where was the company at, at first founded so the owners are australian so it was founded in australia they moved here i believe six seven years ago okay okay and, and you started with them uh at SafeSide. And and then uh, opened uh, Foresight. Okay, so 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 Foresight. So basically, you guys you guys at SafeSight realized that it made sense to 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 open your own program and and get reinsurance backing, and basically operate as 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 a full MGA MGU. Correct. So I came on board to advise them on captives and captive strategies. I've been doing captives for 15, 16 years now. So they wanted to do a captive or look into it. Um, 
looked at the technology. I thought it was amazing. Could grab the technology, integrate it within a workers' comp program um, as a foundational part of the workers' comp program, and then bring that to market. Um, obviously, in order to do a captive, you have to have you know financial wherewithal to be able to take risk and have that quota share. Uh, they couldn't do it at the time, so we decided to go to the program business route. But before we could push it on the program business side, we needed to quantify it for insurance companies. So for us, you know, we were able to. We got an actual study done by by uh, per night. It shows that you know through the engagement and the usage of the technology, you can minimize the frequency of claims by up to fifty seven percent. So insurance companies were blown away by that. They're interested in you know talk about engagement, talk about behavioral science. You know how can this be done? Um, and it's just true behavior change. If you look at, you know, and the, the easiest way so you know, that people can understand that is if they look at, you know, what happened with the pandemic, you had to wear a mask. People hated wearing the mask in the beginning after 45, 60 days, which is how, when you be, when you create a behavioral change, you turn it, you turn something into a habit, then you're accustomed to doing that. Same thing with risk management. That's how we're looking at. We're pushing engagement as much as possible from the bottom up. So from the front, frontline worker all the way up to the C-level traditional risk management is from the top down. Um, we're working and changing that company culture, you know, from the from the, from the frontline worker, from the employee, uh, change the behavior, make sure that they're engaged. Once we see the engagement after two, three months, you see the dramatic change in, in risk uh, culture change within the organization. Okay. So, so who, who is the, the, uh, Who's the client for for, for foresight? Is, is do you go through other brokers? Like, do you act as a wholesaler for other brokers, or are you selling this technology to carriers, or all of the above, or, or kind of what? What are the different ways to access the sure. foresight technology? So foresight has an exclusive on the safe site risk management technology, and so we built the insurance program around that. Um, in my eyes, an insure tech. You know, the way we see InsureTech right now, it's just vendors providing technology or services to the industry. Well, that's not InsureTech in my eyes. InsureTech is having a foundational technology, whatever it is, it, wrapping and creating an insurance program around it and using that as, as your pitch. Now, our distribution is solely through the broker model. Holy, we don't go direct to consumer. We don't go through insurance companies. It's just direct to consumer and we're a true MGU model. So we do the underwriting, we do claims, um, reinsurance relationships, we do all that. Okay, perfect. So, 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 so if I'm a listener or, or, or a viewer on, on, on YouTube, uh, I'm likely a, a broker or a carrier side uh, person. So, so for the brokers, um, what, does it make sense to give you a call if I have a single risk that might be a good fit or do you need a certain, uh, you know, a, a, a a certain uh, flow of, of, of policies for it to make sense to work with you or how, how does that work? So for us, we are a true, you know, a true open market MGU. We'll take, you know, any individual risk from a broker, not a problem. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't care how much volume you give us as long as you're giving us those accounts. Um, we don't want, you know, our minimum file premiums are 25,000. Our sweet spots, 175 to 350. And we like anything above 150, let's say. And if you're going to sending us submissions that are thirty, fifty thousand dollars, there's better carriers for that. We don't want that business because we don't see engage. We don't see engagement within that business. So one fifty premium, uh, is is that the the uh, the work comp premium or the total package premium for it to make sense for you guys? So it's pure work comp premium. Okay, so one hundred fifty thousand. 
Okay, so 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 if, if for brokers that 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 have a, at least a single risk, uh, that that at least one hundred fifty thousand in work comp premium, uh, and it's 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 the the uh, injury heavy type of you know the like blue collar type of of work that would benefit from from helping reduce those losses. Yeah, well, we don't want injury heavy clients. Yeah, the type of business that the uh, construction, uh, uh, the, those types of businesses that 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 can really benefit for, from 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 reducing the, the the injury frequency. Absolutely, and from you know clients that are going to engage with the technology that you know have a proactive mindset and a reactive mindset. Not only do you want to have them be proactive by using the technology, but when there is a claim. No, we're on top of the claim. We try to talk to our insurance on a, on a weekly basis. We try to talk to the employee, the injured employee on a weekly basis, see how they're doing, see what we can do to help and ease them back to work faster. Um, for us, it's minimizing um, minimizing what we do and what we can do uh, just to humanize that claim to experience as well. I, I love that, 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 uh, that side of it. I, uh, in, a lot of insurance nerds, uh, uh, it has been around the idea of of of, of humanizing the employee side of, of insurance, and, and we love helping carriers do that. Um, doing that on the claim side, especially in work comp, work, work comp is is such a uh, it's so it's such a personal thing, right? If 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 I if I get injured in it, while driving, that that's that's one thing, but an injury that keeps me from working, right? An injury related to, to work uh, affects my entire identity, basically. Uh, so, so it, yeah, it, it's, it's hard. Well, absolutely. And especially if someone's, you know, injured in their home and, you know, you don't want to get getting customers staying at home because they're going to be lethargic. They're not going to want to come back to work. They might have mental health issues. You want to minimize that. When that happens, if you don't minimize it, then that turns into, it goes from the medical and it goes to the indemnity part of the claim. And that's where the industry is failing dramatically. If you look at your average workers' comp claim in California for 2020, uh, 54% of overall claim expenditures were for medical, 46% were for indemnity. That's ridiculous. We should be paying as much as we can on the medical side so we can get it back to work sooner, make sure we have a healthy workforce, Make sure that they're engaged and they they feel like we care about them, and that's where our humanized humanization of the work of uh, of workers' comp comes in, or the claim side. Our our current ratios for us, we we pay our indemnity payments are about 21 percent, twenty two percent. So it's dramatically lower. We try to minimize the indemnity as much as possible and get the employees back to work, um, which is what matters. I mean, humanize, them, talk to them, see what they need. They can't go back to work because they don't have childcare. Fine, we'll send you a babysitter. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Um, you, you mentioned that in California, the 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 measure of the percentage. And I didn't I didn't write it down. The percentage that that's going for indemnity versus the actual medical bill, um, or, or rather indemnity versus like non medical expenses. Uh, do you have that measure for your own claims? And how we like, do we how, do. how much better is it? Are you guys that than than the average uh, workers comp in, in California and that measure? So the metric for the for the WCRB 2020 uh, medical is 54%, indemnity 46%. For us, our indemnity is 21%. I think it's like 21.7. Oh, wow. So less than half. Less than half. 
Okay, that that that's and and uh, Bob, are you guys active in all fifty states, or is it just California or just the West Coast? So right now we're in the Southwest. So we're in California, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Um, the goal is to go to expand national or nationally. Um, you know, looking at different at different uh, ways of doing that right now. Um, our current care partners very friendly in helping us get there. So looking at expanding the Southeast, um, you know, towards the end of this year, and then going to the Northeast by the end of the year, and then the rest of the nation by I would say March, February, March of next year. Okay, and and I'm, I'm um, and you you only launched Foresight March of of 2020, so it, it just a little bit over a year, and you're already in 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 a whole bunch of states. So that that's. Uh, a really fast rollout. That's that's fantastic. So we started writing business October of last year, um, in the current eight states. So the goal is to be national, no later than March of next year. Okay. Yeah, that is that's a very 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 fast growth. How how many employees at at Foresight? So at Foresight, I think we have about 26, 27 employees, and we hire two three new people every week. So. It, it's tough to figure out you know, the actual number. Uh, SafeSite has probably 30 employees as well. I think we're about 65 total under Foresight Group, which is a parent company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and you're in San Diego yourself, uh, but I see, I see on LinkedIn that, that you have listed Foresight in San Francisco. Is there a San Francisco office or is everybody remote? How, how is that working? So when Foresight was founded, it was in San Francisco. Now everyone's remote. Uh, we did have, you know, like everyone else, we did have a home office, but now we don't have a home office. Uh, everyone prefers to work remote. And we see that everyone's working harder when they're at home and, you know, they're happier. So if we get more production, let's get more production and everyone's going to be happier anyways. Okay. So, so, so uh, uh, really embracing the, the, uh, the remote uh, going forward. Absolutely. And, you know, we would like to get together Right now, we're getting together, I believe, next month or in October, you know, as, as a unit, um, which will be great to see everyone. And we try to see each other as much as possible you know, when we're meeting clients. And we invite underwriting to come out. We invite claims to come out, you know, business developments out there. Uh, but trying to get everyone together and even on the, risk, on the risk management side, bringing everyone together is very important to maintain that company culture and, you know, that excitement within the organization. And I, I like that, 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 you, that you guys started with... Uh, uh, California, because California is a really tough workers' comp market. Uh, I can't wait for you to get to New York. <laughs> Just the other really, really tough <laughs> workers' comp market. But California is is is, is like a nationally known, uh, really tough workers' comp market because it, it's such an employee-friendly state. Uh, so, Absolutely. so workers' comp-wise, if you can make it work in California, uh, you may not be able to make it work in New York, though. Uh, in the New York majority of states, you, you, you'll, you'll probably be, be, be able to, to, uh, to, to make it work. Oh, absolutely. And for us, I mean, if you look at, you know, the key workers' comp honeypot states, you have California, New York, Illinois, Texas, Florida, Georgia, Pennsylvania, uh, New Jersey. Pretty much those are the core states for workers' comp in the nation. Okay. Okay. Um, very cool. Other... Other than the, than the, than the uh, state's expansion, which is coming very very soon, what can you share about about, about the future of, for, of, of Foresight? Are uh, other products or anything else that that that, uh, that you can preview? 
Um, so our other product lines, we currently are working with Great American on property um, in our current state base, and then we'll expand that nationally, looking at growing general liability and excess this year um, in the current states. And as we expand, we'll bring those offerings to those states as well. Uh, we'll be doing professional liability. We'll be doing cyber. Um, you know, I can create an alien policy with uh, Lloyd's of London, UFO policy. <laughs> okay, so, so so you are you are looking at creating a full scale commercial lines carrier basically over time. The whole point, yeah. The goal will be, I mean, and it doesn't have to be full stack, but just having national exposure, having that national footprint with all the commercial lines products is key. Okay, got gotcha, gotcha. So yep, commercial so, auto. Forgot to say commercial auto. That's a, that's a tough line. That, that, that is a, that, yeah that, that is a a tough line uh so so probably light commercial auto or or are you willing to to tackle trucking uh, so, well for us um you know we will take a quarter share in specific lines like in our comp program we take quarter share on um property we don't take a quarter share on general ability we will take a quarter share on excess maybe uh, commercial auto definitely not we just want to partner with a carrier that sees the benefit of having that underlying data and the underlying uh, proactivity within our clients that are more risk focused or risk adverse focused, uh, making sure that, you know, they see that they see the benefit behind that and looking to partner with those top of the line carriers that are more interested in that. Okay. Um, so you've had a very, very interesting career. Uh, so, so I, I'd love to, to, uh, so, so it looks for, for on LinkedIn, it looks like that, like you really, uh, came into insurance from the, from the premium audits, they're not premium, premium, premium finance, not premium audit from the premium fi finance side. Uh, and then you ended up in, in, in Bermuda and then green Cayman. So, so how, like, so tell, yeah, tell me about your insurance career. How, how did you end up where you are now? Well, first I started working. And when I graduated high school in the insurance industry, I worked for a small you know, mom and pop firm um, up in Newport Beach, California. So from there, became partner in the firm, grew that, came down to San Diego, went to film school in San Diego. It's a different story. Um, I wanted to be a filmmaker, um, you know, with an English lit and French lit minor, you know, backgrounds. Came back into the industry, decided that the entertainment industry wasn't for me. Um, great times, but, you know, it's not. You can't deal with that as you get older, and the longevity factor doesn't work. So decided to open up, an, you know, my own commercial brokerage. Did that, uh, created my own MGU. Uh, did a premium finance company out of Utah. Had a risk retention group out of Colorado. Then had a 831B. I've had an association captive, group captive, standalone captive, been domiciled in four different states, um, and then from there opened up reinsurance in Bermuda. For me, if you look at the insurance chain, um, the insurance chain has five links. So you have the distribution side, you have the MGU, MGA, wholesaler side, premium financing, carrier side, or captive, which is kind of the same thing, and then the reinsurance side. And just to maximize those that, that acquisition cost for the client, you max, you want to maximize your you know, your dollar, your your income. Um, and the best way to maximize your income stream is just to get each one of those chains to maximize that dollar. Instead of making 10% on the dollar, you're making 65, 70% on the dollar. Hey, yeah. So you, you've done quite a quite a few different things. Um, 
and and uh, oh. I I always love chat, chatting with with insurtechs that that uh, that fit what what I like to call the the Abel Travis rule, where the the it's not just tech people look, and it's not just a tech toy looking for an insurance problem to to solve, uh, but rather a actually insurance people that get insurance. So it, it's great to see that that foresight is is definitely right up in that list and actually insurance people. Oh, absolutely. So in foresight, I mean, if you look at our underwriting team, we have, and we just hired someone else today, we have over 100 and I think 120, 130 years experience um, just from the, the six, seven people that we have within the organization. Um, on the underwriting side, if you look at distribution, you know, we have over 150 years in distribution. So we, everyone that's in the foresight side comes from the insurance or has insurance background. Um, you know, for me, I've been in the industry 32 years. I love the industry. I'm an, you know, self-proclaimed insurance nerd. I like to read Best Magazine for, for fun. Um, you know, my edition. <laughs> so, you know, anyone that reads Best Review for fun is, has either a mental issue or is an insurance nerd at heart. Which, you know, I, pro I probably have both. <laughs> Fantastic, Emilio. Uh, it's 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 been a pleasure. It's 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 a uh, a lot of fun to 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 uh, to to dig into what you guys are doing. Look forward to to see what you what you do in the future and as you grow into into all fifty states. Uh, thank you for for agreeing to to come on the podcast. Uh, definitely a lot of fun, and I'd love look forward to to have you back. You uh, know, in, in a year or two, as as uh, because I'm I'm like it's blown away by by how quickly you guys have have uh, built this in, into a, a whole bunch of states already. Uh, yeah. I, I guess that, that having, having the, the right, uh, you know, have safe side be, being a little bit more tenured uh, was easier than, than, than insurance created from the ground up. Absolutely, um, but it, for us, you know, it's, we have to give all our team, you know, kudos on that because everyone worked really hard. We have people with tons of experience in the, in the industry. You know, when you bring a team like what we have together and carriers see what you're building and they see the technology that's been seasoned, but they look at the insurance team and they, you know, everyone from claims to underwriting to distribution to, you know, to the C-level. You know, we, we're all very, very tenured and we know what we're doing. You know, we know, we know the jargon, we know how the industry works and, you know, they believe in us. And thank you for having me. You know, it's a pleasure. It's an honor to have you to be part of the nerd team. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, very happy to, ha to, to have you. Uh, have a great one. Pura vida. Pura vida. <laughs>